This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Talk 790 Astroline. Brought to you by Pluckers Wing Bar. If you don't like their wings, they'll give you the bird. Astro. The official off-season show of Astros baseball. This is where we talk about your Astros. Join the show. Post your questions and comments on social media. Just be sure to hashtag Astroline. Sports Talk 790 Astroline starts now. And welcome to Astroline presented by Pluckers Wing Bar. The first Astroline of the offseason for the Houston Astros. Of course, their offseason a little shorter than normal because they're 2022 World Series champions. I'm Robert Ford. Please be joined by Todd Callis. Hey, doesn't it just feel like we, we were at the ballpark watching the Astros play baseball? I mean, it, it feels like there hasn't been much of a break, right? No, it's been that way for six years. It feels like the average end date is about Halloween for the Astros, which is a good problem to have. I mean... Six straight ALCSs, four World Series appearances, two titles, uh, a run that we may never see for a long, long time, not just here in Houston, but anywhere in the major leagues. And, of course, the hot stove is is certainly red hot right now around baseball, and the Astros certainly added to it uh, with the addition of Jose Abreu signing him to a three-year deal that was announced uh, earlier this week. And uh, obviously someone who I know a lot of Astros fans are familiar with from his time with the White Sox was a big part of that ball club in the middle of their order for the last several years. Yeah, incredible bat in the middle of that order. Um, A guy very similar to when Michael Brantley came over from then the Cleveland Indians, obviously now the Guardians. Uh, that I just hated to see as a visiting broadcaster because you knew Brantley was going to give you a great at bat when he was with Cleveland. You knew Abreu was going to give you a great at bat every time he batted uh, with the White Sox, especially if there was an RBI out there. I mean, this guy is one of, if not the best RBI guys, year in and year out in the major league. So adding a stick like that to the to the Astros lineup, which is already pretty thick, and and Yuli came alive in the playoffs and had a great postseason. Uh, but the regular season wasn't where he wanted to be. So to add an Abreu to that lineup to go along with your two power lefties and Jose Altuve and Jeremy Pena and Alex Bregman, that is a serious core six. And this is Astroline presented by Pluckers Wing Bar. Make sure you get out to Pluckers, 1400 Shepherd near downtown Houston. Great wings, some of the best food in Houston. Make sure you go in and, and see our, our great friends at Pluckers, longtime sponsors of Astroline. Uh, so make sure you get out there when, when you get a chance. Uh, again, they are the longtime sponsors of this Astroline. As we're going to hear from Astros manager Dusty Baker coming up in a little bit, TK. And uh, we got a chance to, to chat with Dusty. And always a pleasure to talk to him. And, and man, how, how relaxed does Dusty Baker sound right now? As relaxed as he's been in all his years in baseball. I mean, look, Dusty's accomplished so much, and he was already going to be a Hall of Famer before he won this World Series title. Uh, The 2000 win solidified it. He probably should have been in there before that. But, yeah, now that he doesn't have to answer that question anymore, similar to Justin Verlander not having to answer the question about winning a game in the World Series, just a a relief. 
I mean, Dusty's accomplished everything else. He checks the final box off. He now goes for two in a row and everything in his career, which has already been Hall of Fame worthy, is just gravy at this point. So, uh, yeah, Dusty's in a good place. And of course, your Astros are world champions and the Astros team store has all the best gear to celebrate. Get the official World Series champions on field collection plus jerseys, hats, t-shirts, memorabilia and more today. Visit Astros.com slash Team Store for store hours and information. We'll have more on Astroline presented by Plucker's Wing Bar right after this. Spring training is back in the Palm Beaches this spring. Experience Astros baseball plus the best beaches, dining, and entertainment after the game. There's nothing better than Astros spring ball in sunny Florida. For tickets and more, visit Astros.com slash spring to book your trip. Plan your visit now to the spring training home of the Houston Astros, the Palm Beaches. See your 2022 world champions in action next year and become an Astros season ticket holder. Catch all the action and enjoy exclusive benefits by visiting Astros.com slash season tickets today. And welcome back to Astroline presented by Pluckers Wing Bar. Robert Ford joined by Todd Callis. And time now for Pluckers Rewind. And on this week's Astroline, we're going to rewind to game six of the World Series. Now, I was in the, the broadcast booth. TK, you were you were in the stands. Where, where were you for, for game six? Where were you sitting? My wife and I have been pretty much down the left field line every year for the last six years, and we get to be playoff fans, and it was uh, it was electric. It was from the time that first pitch left the hand of Framber Valdez, it was game on. As we're just about ready to get going in game six of the World Series. Pitched by Valdez, and that's a ground ball right side. Pena to his left, sliding, fields, and gets up and throws out Harper. Inning over. Pena to the right in the shift, had to go to his left, sprawled out, got it, rolled over, and got up to make the throw. What can't Jeremy Pena do? Flashing leather all over the diamond, and a big pick-me-up for the offense as they go back to the dugout. After a half inning in Game 6 of the World Series, Phillies nothing, Astros coming up. And I know you know, a lot of our fans wish that, that you and Jeff Blum and Julia Morales were, were still broadcasting the postseason games on television just as you do during the regular season but it has to be uh even though i'm sure you'd love to be calling it it still has to be kind of nice to also just just be able to be a fan and watch the astros as a fan too it's exciting it's nerve-wracking i know what fans <laughs> deal with now honestly like I, when you broadcast the game as you know robert you're just locked in you're you're, mm-hmm. you're zoned in for three hours plus to a broadcast and you really don't think about everything you think about as a fan as a fan you're just grinding there and you're 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 nervous. And, um, you know, we've been there before in 2019 where we're sitting there thinking this is going to happen against the Washington Nationals. Game six uh, didn't happen. Game seven didn't happen. So you're just like, don't let this happen again. But there was a great feeling going into 2022's game six because of what Bromber Valdez had done all year. And you weren't really sure where Zach Wheeler was. As it turns out, he was at his best. But you didn't you didn't know coming in if he was going to be at his best. So I, I think I felt more confidence going into game six than maybe I did uh, going into game seven of 2017, even though we didn't know what Scherzer had back then. All right. I got to ask you about two moments in game six and your reaction to them. Number one, Jordan Alvarez's home run. Bottom of the six, Jordan Alvarez, the batter, the fourth time that Alvarado and Alvarez have hooked up in this World Series. A pop fly a couple of times and a hit by pitch with the bases loaded as part of that 
rally that the Astros had against Alvarado in game four. High 90s on the fastball. He can get it to triple digits. And a good cut fastball going away from the lefties. With the Phillies season on the line, they bring in their best reliever. Alvarado's 2-1. And Alvarez belts it deep to center. It sends back Fearley. Still going back at the wall. See you later. See you later. A three-run home run for Jordan Alvarez. And the Astros go up 3-1. What a shot. Bombs away for Jordan once again. And it's madness in our house again. A 450-foot home run to straightaway center field. He hit that over the batter's eye. Incredible. And Minute Maid Park is on fire. 450 feet to straightaway center, a home run that will, will go down in Astros history for, for so many reasons. You see that ball off the bat of, of Alvarez. I, I can only imagine what was going through your mind. Yeah, it's funny because I don't often, I never tweet during games when I broadcast just because uh -huh. there's too much going on. Blummer is able to do so a little bit, but I actually watching as a fan, I actually tweeted right before his home run against Alvarado that Jordan never left the, the, the batter circle. He never left the on deck circle. He was just standing there waiting. And as good as Fox's coverage was, and I thought, uh, Joe Davis did a great job this year. And I thought the Fox coverage was great. I still haven't seen the video. I wish they would show, because with all those cameras, you know that one camera was locked into Jordan that entire time during the pitching change. As soon as Rob Thompson went out to call in Jose Alvarado, Alvarez never left the on-deck circle. He didn't go back with Alex Cintron to look at video. He didn't move. He just stayed there, and he stared as Alvarado came in out of the bullpen. It was almost like, I got you. Let's bring it. I know what you're going to have for me, and I've got an answer for it. So I tweeted that it was unusual to see Jordan not go look at video, and I was so excited as soon as that ball left his bat. It was just like, that's a moment you will never forget. Another moment uh, we'll never forget will be... And Harper pops it up, shallow left. Alvarez coming in and over toward the line, waiting for it, and makes the catch. Astros need one more out. One more out. Just one more. Astros gunning for their second title. The final hope for the Phillies is Nick Castellanos, who is 0 for 3 tonight and 1 for 13 lifetime against Presley. 42,958 seats sold for this game. No one's using their seat right now. Presley working from the first base side of the rubber. He was on the mound when the Astros clinched the ALCS with that sweep against the Yankees. Mancini playing behind the runner at first. He goes, and the pitch is lifted to right by Cassianos. Long run for Tucker over toward the line and foul territory. Makes the catch, and the Houston Astros do it again. 2022 World Series champions. For the second time in six years, the Astros are baseball's best. They beat the Phillies tonight by a final of 4-1 to one and win the World Series four games to two. A mob scene between the pitcher's mound and second base. I've heard somewhere before that you can never underestimate the heart of a champion, and here we go again. Houston proud and Houston strong. The Astros on top of the world once again. Ryan Presley on the mound. Nick Castellanos at the plate. Lofts a foul ball down the right field line. Kyle's Tucker's chasing it. He gets under it, 
makes the catch. Astros are world champions. First of all, what was going through your mind as that ball was in the air? Because I know watching from the booth, it wasn't a sure thing that it was going to be in play, that it was going to stay in play. That was the thing I was wondering. And then obviously your, your, your thoughts as the ball settled into Tucker's glove. Yeah, I initially agree with you. I, I thought it was going to hit the netting. And, and But Tucker does so – he does – an incredible job of covering a lot of ground, even though it doesn't look like he's covering a lot of ground. He's, he's so sneaky fast, especially, you know, on the bases, but also in right field, he he's, he's gold glove worthy as we found out. And he was able to get there and make the play rather easily. But initially off the bat, I thought it might hit the netting, but that was just uh pure joy knowing that the Astros had come close in 19 and 21 and not quite gotten over the hump. And, uh, to pair that up with what happened in 17 and get a second World Series title, it was just uh, a, a huge emotional lift for everybody. And and the section I was in, there were tears of joy. I think a lot of a lot of Astros fans still have tears of joy left over from Game Six and have tears of joy whenever they think about Game Six of the 2022 World Series and that entire World Series run. We'll have more on Astroline presented by Plucker's Wing Bar right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Astro Line, presented by Plucker's Wing Bar, Robert Ford and Todd Callis. TK, before the game, you know, I interviewed Dusty Baker before uh, Astros games for the most part, as a lot of our fans know. Uh, the last thing I said to Dusty Baker uh, in the pregame interview before game six is, hey, I think I see a monkey on your back. Hopefully when I see you later, that monkey isn't there. And he just he just had this big grin. He said, "Get get off there." Dusty Baker, Astros manager. Thanks for joining us. And uh, I think I see a monkey on your back. Hopefully, when I see you later tonight, it's no longer there. Oh yeah, that's fine. I mean, get off there. I'll <laughs> see you, Rob Ford. And uh, you know, was was pretty excited. And the first thing I said to Dusty when I saw him, this was after the celebration. Guys were starting to clear out of the clubhouse. First thing I said to him, I was like, "See, you got that monkey off your back." And to me, that was that was really cool because Dusty was person I was happiest for of everybody. I mean, the fans, sure, for, for sure, number one. But I think after that, it was Dusty Baker for me that I was happiest for that, you know, he no longer has to answer questions about how why why he hasn't won a World Series as a manager. Yeah, you're not alone. I think uh, everybody was so excited for Dusty to get that World Series title. And before he rejoined the Astros after the 2019 season, you know, the reason that everybody said maybe why he wasn't in the Hall of Fame was he never won the big game. He never won the World Series. As good as he was as a player, as good as he was as a manager, 22 years before he joined the Astros, he had never had that World Series title. So, uh he heard it for years and the, for him to finally get that opportunity came a little bit short, came up a little bit short uh, in 20, getting to game seven of the ALCS though, with a team that didn't even play 500 baseball in the regular season and then get coming up a little bit short against the Atlanta Braves with a, a staff that really wasn't nearly as healthy or as talented as the 2022 staff. Uh, and now coming into this uh, world series where the Astros were the favorite, they had been seven and zero before the world series you wanted so badly for him to get that. It would have really been a tough pill to swallow 
uh, had Dusty not gotten that uh, World Series championship. So, yeah, everybody, yourself included, was just uh, over the moon for Dusty. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll hear from Astros manager Dusty Baker as Astroline, presented by Plucker's Wing Bar, continues after this. Your Houston Astros leveled up this season and won the World Series. And the Houston Astros do it again. World Series champion. Stop by the Astros Union Station team store to pick up your World Series champion jerseys, T-shirts, hats, and commemorative items to celebrate the Astros' second World Series title. The Astros team store has everything you need to shop for that special someone during the holiday season. Stop by Monday through Saturday for the latest Astros merchandise or visit astros.com slash team store to learn more spring training is back in the palm beaches this spring experience astros baseball plus the best beaches dining and entertainment after the game there's nothing better than astros spring ball in sunny florida for tickets and more visit astros.com slash spring to book your trip Plan your visit now to the spring training home of the Houston Astros, the Palm Beaches. Welcome back to Astroline, presented by Plucker's Wing Bar, Robert Ford and Todd Callis. Please be joined by Astros manager Dusty Baker. And uh, has it sunk in yet that you're a world champion manager for the first time? Well, everybody else tells me that. (laughs) You know, everywhere I've gone and Houston before I left and Sacramento, everywhere I go, that's what all people are talking about. And one one of my friends asked me, how come I don't walk around with the world champion hat on? And I'm like, man, I can't do that. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, everybody knows you're the champion. And so I think that would be kind of kind of boastful and braggart. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's sunk in. Um, uh, you know, now I'm looking forward to, you know, to the next one. And, uh, you know, trying to put this team back together or hold it together. Uh, you know, and, and try to have as many guys returning as possible and, and you know, whatever new additions, uh, you know, may may come along just to try to have some input uh, on, on you know, on some of the moves that we might need to make. Dusty, we're about a week removed from Thanksgiving. A lot of people caught up with family and friends last week. A time for you to be thankful for a lot yeah. that has happened here in Houston. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts looking back on not just the season, as Robert mentioned, but the parade and everything involved uh, since this championship happened? Well, I tell you, the parade was awesome. And, uh, man, it was like, you know, unbelievable. Uh, I, I looked down the road and I'm like, man, we got another mile to go. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I thought about who's going to clean up the streets. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was it, it was nice. I've seen. A lot of teams, uh, you know, have their parade, their ticket tape parade. But that's the first one I've been involved in since 1981. And ours was pretty good. But, I mean, it, it, it didn't match this one. I'll tell you, the people were, were screaming and hollering the entire time. And uh, everywhere that I go, uh, you know, I've gone in the world. You know, they're all like, uh, Dusty, you know, uh, you know, we were pulling for you. And, uh, you know, we may not like the Astros, but we like them now or, you know, all the, you know, everybody's like, man, you know, what's it feel like to finally, you know, get over the hump? And then to me, it's just, uh, you know, I knew it was coming. It's just a matter of, of winning. Sometimes, sometimes in life, you know, things don't come at your, you know, in your time frame or your timetable. So uh, you got to live your life along the way. Uh, and like Todd said, I mean, I have just a, a lot that I'm, I'm thankful for, you know, and I think, think about how the year started. 
like I said, I lost my mom January 31st and it wasn't, you know, a very pleasant way to start the year, but I felt that like my mom was with me. And first thing I did when I went home, you know, I went to visit my mom and my dad and uh, my brother, cause they're all in the same graveyard and took them some flowers. Cause my dad loved flowers and just, uh, you know, said some prayer of thanks and, and, uh, you know, an appreciation, you know, for life. And, you know, I just thought about, you know, I've seen my heart doctor since I've been home, seen my prostate doctor since I've been home. And so, you know, you think about, man, I might not even been here or, you know, the graces of, you know, the Lord to, uh, you know, when my grandsons came over last weekend for Thanksgiving, you know, he's two and a half and his brother is six months old and watching my daughter and just seeing all my nieces and nephews. And they made a video of, uh, uh, you know, of the, of the world series and my interviews and, and, uh, Man, they, it, I mean, it was a major production. It was, it was pretty cool. I was proud of, I was proud of my, you know, niece and nephews because they're now, <laughs> I, you know, I asked a couple of them, I said, hey, man, what are you, you know, you old enough to drink? You know, no, that's Uncle Dusty, I'm 35. <laughs> man, 30, 35 already. <laughs> so, I mean, it's been, it's been great. So take us back to that moment, game six. Uh, Fly ball down the right field line. Kyle Tucker's chasing it down uh, in in foul territory, and and running runs over, makes the catch, secures the baseball, uh, and a bunch of your coaches came around and and surrounded you, and uh, were were all over you to congratulate you. Just kind of, uh, if you just take us back to just those initial moments after the Astros clinched the the championship and, and won the World Series, just kind of you know, what, what was going through your mind and, and what sort of emotions you had at that, at, at those moments? Well, you know, you know, like, like always you, you sort of count the outs. Right. And uh, so you start counting outs okay, about the seventh. You're like, okay, don't think, don't get too far ahead. You're trying to think about, you know, if you can get some more runs. And I remember it came in my mind last year. I think I heard uh, Smitty uh, say how it was for him in Atlanta. And then, uh, you know, how, how uh, uh, the emotions were were swelling up in him prior to that last out, and then then when that last out happens, you know, because I didn't even see the ball down in the corner. I I was going to go on the fans' reaction, and um, you know, I had to make that final out on my scorecard like I always do every night, and uh, you know, just uh, it was it was a tremendous relief, and I just you know thank thank the Lord and thank thank my mom and dad and. You know, all the greats, like I said, I've, 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 I mean, these greats that preceded me, I mean, they, they, they taught me a lot. And uh, so it sort of came to fruition. I thought about all the people in the world that, you know, I thought about Ukraine and, you know, how we're celebrating here and there, there are people in the world that are, you know, that are suffering and hopefully that we brought some joy, you know, to, to different, you know, parts of the world. Dusty, you already mentioned in your first answer how you're thinking already about 23. Have you allowed yourself to relax and enjoy some downtime? Or are you still going and going and going? Well, you know, when you're gone for eight months, it takes you, you know, a week or so to unpack and then put the suitcases up because, you you know, you hate to have your clothes laying around and suitcases or you hate to have suitcases laying around r- reminding you that you got to leave in a few months. So you try to, you know, you try to, you know, get back to some kind of normal. And, uh, uh, you know, you go around, the, it took me a, like four or five days to even go outside and look around and, 
see how things were because I, you know, I got work to do. I, uh, you know, I had, I had a, a pile of stuff on my desk, you know, you know, canceled this or canceled that. And, you know, like you have, you know, you have normal stuff in life to do. You know, people think that, oh yeah, aren't you going to just go on vacation? Yeah. But you don't want to go on vacation. Then when you get back, you got more work than when you left. And so, uh, you know, it's been, it's been great. You know, like the town wants to have a Dusty Baker day, which I'm not that crazy about, or wants to have this day and that day. And, you know, you gotta, you know, uh, some of my relatives have reminded me, Hey man, you gotta get your rest because uh, it, before you know it, it's back to work and you haven't gotten your rest. I mean, you don't want to be a jerk around town, but you got a little bit, you gotta be a little bit selfish with your time and, and, and energy. And there are a lot of people that, you know, that need you, uh, you know, that want you to come around. You got to kind of pick and choose, uh, you know, these things, uh, you know, carefully. Cause like I said, you know, if something happens to you, then everybody feels sorry for you, but Hey man. Um, and I had a number of opportunities to make some money doing this or that, but I was reading something the other day that you don't want to be the richest man in the grave. And so, <laughs> So, uh, you know, that, that, you know, all these things like, you know, you know, kind of keep you in line. And, uh, and, and it says, you know, a true man, uh, is how he handles, uh, you know, notoriety and, and popularity. So I'm just trying to remain, remain the same dusty, but externally, uh, joyous and happy. And just thinking about number two, like I always promised. Absolutely. And I, I know you, you heard from a lot of people, uh, after the the Astros won the World Series, uh, I, I'm sure one person you heard from was Cito Gaston, who was the first African-American manager to win the World Series in 92 and 93 at the Blue Jays. You're the third. David Roberts has also done it with the Dodgers in 2020. And I know you and Cito uh, were teammates in in the minor leagues and and, uh, you know, knew each other, knew each other pretty well. And I, I know you've talked about him as a as a bit of a mentor. Did you get a chance to to catch up with, with Cito Gaston and, and, and who else did you, um, who else have you, have you been able to hear from or catch up with since, since the, uh, since the world series ended? Well, certainly. Yeah. I mean, I heard from, from, you know, from Cito right away, you know, I had 1500 text messages that I was mm. behind on, <laughs> you know, a lot of former teammates, you know, you know, Rick Roden, David Lowe's, uh, just, uh, Steve Garvey. Um, um, you know, I had a bunch of, uh, you know, I heard from Trey the Truth. He was one of the first ones that heard from uh, uh, from Snoop Dogg. I heard from uh, uh, President uh, Obama, and uh, so like I heard from a, you know, a lot of former Giants, a lot of former uh, guys that are on my team, and some of them I haven't heard from in a long time. Guys on the Cubs, guys on the Dodgers, uh, the White, uh, the Red Sox, not the Red Sox, uh, uh, you know, uh, Washington. So uh, yeah, you know, I heard from. You know, quite a few people, and I still have like 480 to, <laughs> to go out of those 1500, you know. So, but uh, it's been great. I mean, it's been outstanding. And, and you really, I really didn't know how many people were for us or for me until, you know, until you, you know, actually get a, you know, sit down and just think about all the people that have contacted you and some of them contact you later. And, uh, and they're still contacting us. And so, uh, it, it's it's going to be a short winter, but it's going to be a very, very good winter at the same time. We'll have more on Astroline presented by Plucker's Wing Bar right after this.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Astroline, presented by Pluckers Wing Bar. Robert Ford and Todd Callis, pleased to be joined by Astros manager Dusty Baker. And uh, I don't know about many other managers that would have both Snoop and Barack Obama <laughs> texting them. That's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, actually, Snoop, you know, like, 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 you know, he's he, he sent me a message. He didn't text me, and and. And I'm sorry, and, and 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 President Obama, he called me too. And uh, you know, Snoop says, uh, hey, that's good, you know, good S H I T. And that's what Snoop says. That's good that he says keep on going. So it was it was nice to hear from Snoop. Well, you mentioned getting number two, and uh the Astros before you know are gonna be back in business for 2023, Dusty. I mean, yesterday was a big part of the equation going forward. Uh, getting the RBI machine known as Jose Abreu. What are your thoughts of this first baseman joining the Astros? Well, I mean, you know, you're always trying to improve yourself. And, uh, you know, I had a long conversation with him. And, uh, you know, I mean, this guy, you know, he is an RBI machine. And, you know, people have sort of discredited RBIs. And I think that's one of the most important um, um, areas of the game. And, uh you know, but we're still trying to talk to, I was going to call Yuli still trying to see if there's a spot for, you know, you know, for him as well. And uh, in, in a different role, different capacity. So, like I said, you try to improve yourself. Uh, you try to be loyal to the, to the people that were loyal to you that got you to this point. And, uh, you know, he's excited about coming here and like, like, you know, I read some of his quotes that he was tired of being cold and tired of, of losing. So, you know, you know, we're going to, Try to keep that uh, uh, minute made warm for him. And uh, then we certainly are, are going to try to win some more because, you know, the more you win, I mean, it gets to be like a disease. The more you win, the more you want to win. And so, uh, you know, we're going to just try to keep on winning. You know, you mentioned, obviously, offseason moves and, and, and all of those things. How involved are you and how much input do you have in terms of the con roster construction and just kind of making some of these these moves and in, in whether they be free agent signings or, or trades or things of that nature, how much input do you have? Well, you know, like, I, uh, you know, um, you know, people are calling me, they're asking my opinion on, on things. What do you think we need? Uh, what do you think about this guy? And I do have a bunch of uh, uh, contacts where I can find out firsthand, you know, about a guy, if you trust the, uh, the you know, the people that's giving you the information, which I try to, you know, keep that circle small, uh, um, you know, try to bring back as much truth as you can. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm involved, but it's a little different and a little difficult, uh, a little more difficult now without a, you know, bona fide GM in, in place. But, uh, uh, you know, I think Jim Crane's working on one now, you know, and, uh, you know, Bagwell's helping out. Uh, they got a couple other assistant GMs that are, that are, uh, you know, helping out, trying to make things happen. And uh, so, uh, you know, we don't need to make a whole bunch of moves, uh, but uh, we do, you know, need to fill a couple of holes before we get to spring training. 
You have two of the most dynamic left-handed hitters in the game, both in their mid-20s, Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez. Uh, you mentioned a couple of holes. Would you like to see another lefty bat added to that lineup for balance? Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, we are right-handed strong. And so, you know, you would, yeah, yeah, you would like to have a, another left-handed bat in there, a good bat. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, we got to, um, you know, shore up our bench some. Uh, you know, we're still trying to, trying to, um, you know, Diaz did a great job for us and maybe, you know, maybe he's coming back or maybe, you know, we don't know who, who our bench is. Cause as you saw, it's so very, very important on, on keeping a, a good bench. Cause you know, our guys play mostly every day, but you know, you saw a few times when, when, when some of the guys are out of the lineup for an extended period of time and, and the guys off the bench really, really come into play. Talked to Michael Brantley today. You know, Michael said he's doing great. So, you know, he's still in the mix too. And uh, so, you know, right now, um, you know, we're getting ready to go to the winter meetings. I'm, I'm going on Sunday after the winter meetings. I'm taking a much needed vacation and break going to, going to Kauai. So, you guys probably won't be able to find me for about <laughs> about <laughs> December the nineteenth, but I mean Jim Crane knows how to find me in Bagwell too because something of, of, of utmost importance. I just have to be on the beach, you know, with a Corona like Snoop talking business. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! The winter meetings coming up here in San Diego, and uh, you know that's always kind of a, a neat thing. And the last couple of years really haven't had a winter meetings because of the pandemic and. Uh, it's basically like a big baseball convention for people who aren't aware and everybody in baseball or a lot of people in baseball are there. I'm sure you're looking forward to just getting to catch up with folks uh, again, since there haven't been winter meetings the last couple of years, see guys that, and, and some people that you maybe haven't seen in a little bit. Well, kind of, you know, uh, you know, sometimes the winter meetings have turned into, you know, kind of a, um, you know, free for all with, you know, with agents, you know, trying to get players signed. Uh, but it, it is great to see so many guys that you don't see during the course of the year. And uh, it's also turned into where a lot of young people, you know, are looking for jobs, you know, cause there's a lot of guys out of jobs and, and, and the more we've, you know, we've, we've cut costs and the more we've cut uh, 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 jobs at the top. I mean, there are a bunch of people that love baseball, a bunch of people don't want to get into baseball. And, and you try to help as many as you can. You can't help everybody, but you try to help as many as you can because this is a dream, you know, of, of a lot of people. And especially young people, you know, when you hear success stories of guys being the, the clubhouse guy or guy being an intern, you know, like, a, you know, like a Pete Petula. And now in, in San Francisco as a GM, he started out as an intern. And so, uh, you know, your odds are, are long. Uh, and, and, and totally against you, but there, there are a lot of guys that do, uh, you know, defy the odds, including a lot of us, you know, being a 25th round draft choice, it's, it's, uh, uh, and we only had 26 rounds and, you know, I dreamt of being a big league player. I didn't dream of being a big league manager, but I didn't have no idea that I'd be, um, in this game, like 50 years from the time that I, I, I was 18 years old and signed. So. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very exciting time. We get to the winter meetings, you know, there are a bunch of interviews. You get to see a bunch of managers, uh, guys that you know, manage against, um, you know, everybody's rather friendly at that point in time. <laughs> uh, so, 
uh, yeah, and, and plus we get to go to, uh, uh, you know, a great place and get to go to San Diego. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, especially in the wintertime. So Justin Verlander's situation is still to be resolved, but you mentioned being in baseball 50 plus years. The old adage in baseball is you can never have enough pitching. Was last year's pitching staff as close as you've ever seen in your time in baseball to having enough pitching? Uh, yeah, I, I'll tell you, it, it worked out like that. You know, I think that I think the lockout helped us really because the, the pitching was naturally ahead of the hit most of the time, but they were really ahead of the hit at that time. And so, uh, you know, uh, success breeds confidence. And so with the pitching being ahead, and staying ahead, uh, our, our pitching staff has got more and more and more confident every day. You know, uh, you know, I'm hoping we don't lose Verlander because this guy was a, was a steady rock for us. You know, uh, but if, if, if that does happen, then you know we got to find some some capable you know replacements. I, I I think Hunter Brown could come in to to the mix big, but you don't know because he's he's a rather young player. Uh, you know, we'd like to think that the other guys will continue to prove, you know, improve, you know, Javier, Keedy, Garcia continue to improve, uh, Framber. Um, also, hopefully, you know, we can keep, um, you know, McCullers healthy. You know, if he's healthy the whole year, this guy is, I mean, man, we didn't get him until the last couple months of the season. So, uh, you know, we still have a few question marks, but uh, at the same time, that is, you got to try to, you know, I, 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 I've always said it. I'd like to have a left-hander or two, but this depends on, you know, who's going to go. Because because right now nobody deserves, to, you know, you know to leave. But you, I've just learned that it's hard to, you know, stand pat completely and not try to improve on on things because every year is different and guys have different uh, uh, years from year to year, especially especially out in the bullpen. And I know. It's a little ways away, spring training more than two months away. But, you know, you talk about all the Astros pitching, and obviously that was a big strength of this ball club. And uh, playing into early November uh, with the World Series, do you feel like going into spring training, at least with where you sit right now and the way things look like right now with some of those guys like Framber Valdez who threw over 200 innings, how you may early in spring training have to kind of kind of uh maybe ramp them up a little more slowly because of how many innings they threw and uh and 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 the fact that they pitched into november well that's a good question robert tell you too that you really thought about it <laughs> you know what I mean? well, glad to bring it to your attention <laughs> i mean you know i think about these things all the time but you know right now i'm kind of in off-season mode and, and hopefully the people upstairs and uh you know i've talked to um uh, you know, I've talked to Miller and, uh, you know, we've talked a couple of times, but I, I, quite frankly, the first couple of weeks uh, after the season, I try to leave everybody alone and, uh, you know, let them, you know, get into their families, let them get and then, uh, you know, let them, you know, kind of relax at their own pace. And then usually I start calling them around Christmas time. But but, um, you know, when you don't get home until almost Thanksgiving, that's not a very long period of time. And so I might call them, start calling guys after January the 1st, because they you, you have to have some some time to recuperate and uh, mentally and physically. Uh, but, you know, in, in the case of Framber, 
since you asked, I mean, this guy is so strong and he never complains about anything in his arm. Uh, I think he's learned how to condition himself and take care of himself at a very young age, uh, you know, in order to, to, to throw those mountain innings. I mean, you know, it's a different time and day when I've told these guys that like Ferguson Jenkins threw 300 innings four or five years in a row, but, you know, but he had different training uh, regimen. He ran a lot. These guys are starting to, to, you know, uh, you know, nutrition's big now. Um, compared to what it was before and also guys can go to work and just work on keeping their bodies healthy and strong where before you know back in our day we had to go to work you know I sold cars one winter I sold insurance another winter but but now you know uh, fortunately these guys are making enough money where where your major investment is in your health and strength and well-being and they've learned how to do this and they've learned how to you know you know, go get a massage where, where before you're like a massage, I'm like, I ain't getting no massage. Well, and now you get a massage and now you go to the whirlpool. Now you go and, and, and you find out how to eat better and how to take the, the better care of your body and how to get the poisons out of your system. So now, uh, you know, I'm not as worried about these guys <clears throat> because, you know, they're in better shape. They got better, uh, uh, you know, they're in better condition. And they have, uh, you know, more information on how to, you know, how to prolong your career and preserve your body. And so at, in our our fitness staff and, and training staff and nutritionists is are, are one of the best that I've been around. And they stay in constant contact. And, uh, you know, if you have any question about what to eat or what not to eat, then, uh, you know, we have experts there that can help you on a daily basis. Oh, fantastic. Dusty Baker, manager of the world champion Houston Astros. Thank you so much for joining us. And again, congratulations uh, on the on your first championship as a manager. And I know that the that you start getting ready here pretty soon, but but hope you get a little bit more time to to enjoy yourself. Well, yeah, I've been out there. I haven't been at duck blind yet because the weather's too nice and I haven't been fishing yet. All my buddies want to want to know, even though I look like I got this camel on, like I just came out of fishing. I'm trying to get in the mood, you know what I mean? Robert, <laughs> got to get in the mood, you know what I mean? <laughs> Understandable. All right, Robert Ford and Todd Callis. I'll see you guys later. That's the first time I called Todd by his first and last name, ain't it? That is. That's the first. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys miss me saying that, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, take care, Dusty. Thank you. Celebrate the spectacular season with a World Champions commemorative brick. Customize your own brick to be placed outside of Minute Maid Park and be part of the historic championship run. Leave your legacy at the ballpark today and visit astros.com slash bricks. We'll have more on Astroline presented by Plucker's Wing Bar right after this. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hit the holidays out of the park and give the gift of your World Series champion, Houston Astros. 
Find all the best Astros gifts and stocking stuffers, including gear and one-of-a-kind experiences for every fan at Astros.com slash gift guide. Three and two to Pena. Here's the pitch. And he drives this one to left center field. Back on it, Rodriguez. Onto the warning track. See it rise! See it rise! The Astros lead 1-0 on the jack from Pena. That's what they've been waiting for. Pena lands an uppercut. The Astros lead 1-0, just like that. Man, did he drive that to left center? 105 miles an hour off the bat of Pena on a 3-2 fastball. Went 415 feet. And stuns the crowd here at T-Mobile Park. Maldonado's on second, Altuve on first. Here's the 3-1. Swing and a drive to left field. It's a rainbow. Deep, did he, did he, did he ever? Jeremy Pena with a three-run jack, and we're tied. A high moonshot down the line, and the Astros' dugout explodes. What's not to love? How about this kid, Jeremy Pena, second home run in the ALCS, his third home run in his first postseason. There's a ground ball to the right side, ranging far to his left. Pena spins and throws and gets him. What an athletic, acrobatic play by the Astros' shortstop. Ranging far to his left. The kid's doing everything. Three-run homers, excellent defensive plays. Breaking ball, and that's past the third baseman. Boom, and all the way to the wall and left. Altuve around third, he'll score. Pena trades places with him with a double of his own. one nothing Astros. Start your engines, ALCS MVP. Jeremy Pena, he's all heart. And that's a ground ball. Base hit into center field. Altuve can walk home, and the Astros have a one nothing lead. Jeremy Pena picks up his second RBI of the World Series. Swing and a drive down the left field line. Schwarber back. He's on the warning track. And that is out of here. Jeremy Pena. How about this kid, Jeremy Pena? His first World Series home run and his fourth home run this postseason. Welcome back to Astroline, presented by Plucker's Wing Bar. Robert Ford, once again, joined by Todd Callis. And, uh, hey, don't forget, our next Astroline show will air uh, next Friday, December 9th at 6 p.m. It's going to be Kevin Eschenfelder and Jeff Blum hosting. And the guests will be the ALCS MVP and the World Series MVP, Jeremy Payne. So certainly looking forward to that conversation uh, with Esh and Blummer. And also Todd Callis got a chance to catch up with, with Jose Abreu uh, after his signing was announced. Of course, a longtime member of the Chicago White Sox. And I know I know you were thrilled to get a chance, TK, to catch up with Abreu. And we'll play that next week. Yeah, great guy. I mean, I knew him from afar, but I didn't really know him. I haven't really met him other than a cursory uh, handshake or, or quick question and answer during an interview. So yeah, getting to sit down with him for five minutes or so. Uh, super nice guy. We had the translator, Jen Loy, there. And I think, you know, through translation, I think the word respect came out in that interview maybe 10 to 15 times. Like, he's all about respecting the game, respecting his teammates, respecting the uniform he wears. Uh, as much as he's accomplished, he kept talking about respect. He already knows a lot of the players on this team. Um, he's got a lot of them in his phone already. So he's going to fit in perfectly. He's going to fit in perfectly in this lineup. He's a great guy. I, I think you know you can genuinely tell what he's like inside, and he is a he's a he's a top person uh, internally as well as on the baseball field as well. And I and I think it speaks volumes to the sort of person Jose Abreu is. 
not just on the field, but off the field. When you think about, uh, you know, Jerry Reinsdorf, the longtime owner of the White Sox, released a statement, you know, thanking Jose Abreu. Uh, several other uh, White Sox staffers did something similar, you know, just me just chatting with a handful of people I know with the White Sox, some of their broadcasters and some other people, they just all rave about him. And I mean, it just gives you an idea of of just the, the sort of presence that he's he's going to bring to to the Astros and that he had on the south side of Chicago for the last nine years. Yeah. One of the things that struck me in the interview, too, uh, in addition to how much he used the term respect, was when he would give Jen Loy his answer in Spanish and Jen Loy start to translate he's directly looking right at me as if he's talking and he and he's expressing himself with his eyes and his uh face as Jen Loy is translating and so it's just like little things like that like this this guy's this guy's amazing I, I'm really looking forward to getting to know the first number 79 in Astros history absolutely and you know Jeremy Payne is going to be the guest next week and I mean what man what a what an offseason this must be for him and I think all of us are pretty excited to see what 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 year two looks like for for Jeremy Payne. Man, how can you top what happened in his rookie year? <laughs> I mean, talk about setting the bar high. Yeah, uh, what he did in in the end of the regular season, moving into that number two spot in the lineup, and then what he did in the postseason, just incredible. I mean, we've talked about the the great moment that was the Jordan Alvarez three run home run in Game Six of the World Series. That moment. You know, might not happen if Pena doesn't hit that ball up the middle ahead of Jordan Alvarez. And there's so many moments like that. The Robbie Ray walk-off in game one of the ALDS, that was set up by Jeremy Pena. Uh, all the way through the postseason, this guy was locked in. And he he showed us early in the year. He had a couple of walk-offs at Minute Maid Park early in his career where it seemed like the moment was never too big. And he proved that time and time again in the postseason. I can't wait to see what the future holds for Jeremy. Yeah, the only player ever to win an LCS MVP, a World Series MVP, and a gold glove in his career. And he did it all in one season, Jeremy Pena. And he's going to be the guest on Astroline, presented by Plucker's Wing Bar next week. Certainly don't miss it. like to thank everybody who made this broadcast possible. Our producer-engineer, is Matt Boltz. Also like to thank all the great folks at our flagship station, Sports Talk 790 KBME in Houston. For Todd Callis, I'm Robert Ford saying so long. You've been listening to Astroline presented by Pluckers Wing Bar on the Houston Astros Radio Network. You've been listening to Sports Talk 790 Astroline, the official off-season show of Astros baseball. It's time to get soaked! Time to get wet! Brought to you by Pluckers Wing Bar. If you don't like their wings, they'll give you the bird. Astros are world champions, and here we go! Post your questions and comments on social media. Just be sure to hashtag Astroline on Sports Talk 790, home of the straws. Back to you! <laughs> Pumping.